0: on Local Now Channel 525
2: Welcome to the Andrea K show She's blonde 5 foot 2 and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress Here she is Andrea
3: K
1: TNT I'm dynamite TNT And I'll win the fight TNT I'm a power
0: <laughs> Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrew and K. Show. It is Friday. Do we not have a thank you, Jesus, on a Friday? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? We're gonna, we don't need the sound effects here. We know it's, we're glad that it's Friday and glad to have you guys here with us. We're glad to wrap up the show with two amazing guests for you guys tonight. Uh, you know, Fridays means uh, Bob Walters will be here. We've actually, we, the craziness going on in our schools is so bad. We've actually had to expand. Bob Walters' segment, so he's going to be here in a little bit shortly. Of course, Friday also means Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, so stay tuned because we've got some interesting stories on that end. And, of course, my man here always has interesting ideas in, in that topic. And, of course, let's bring him in right now. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. DJ
1: Potato Skins.
2: <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing
3: that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. And now for what everybody has been waiting for.
0: Ooh, it's Friday night. <laughs> Absolutely, that's my buddy Julio Rivera. Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna address that shirt you got on a little bit later on the show because you uh, might. Like be... I
3: said, that I would have it no other way. Uh,
0: uh You might be considered stink of the week wearing that shirt. That's fine. I I love that clip you just played, uh, Reagan. Uh, th- that we've got to stand up for what is right and what is wrong. Amen. And we kind of shift gears on the show a while back, over a year ago. We said, you know what, complain and you remain. We got to stop just acting as. Conservatives that it's our job to just sit around and yammer all day about how bad it is out there. We've got to actually get active. We have to stand up for what's right and for what's wrong. And we have a local gal on the show today who really should provide the blueprint to everybody. Whether you're listening to me in San Diego or across this country, um, that we've got to get active. And because the forces in this country are all about continuing to keep us oppressed through this uh, coronavirus, it was the perfect way for them to get control over every aspect of our lives. And she decided to. Stay Stand up against it. And she started an organization called Reopen San Diego. And the website is reopensd.org. She is Amy Reichert and she joins me now. Hello, Amy. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for deciding. You know what? I'm not just going to sit around and yammer and complain like um, Megan Markle. I'm actually going to get out there and <laughs> I'm going to do something to reopen San Diego. What was it that was really what motivated you? Was there just was it everything, the combination of what was happening with the lockdowns? Or was there one particular area that just had you so, you know, motivated to go out and start Reopen San Diego?
1: There were two things. Thanks for asking. I actually live in La Mesa. And so, as you know, this past summer we had the riots. Yeah. So, two miles away from my house, three buildings were burned down. Mm. And I can remember how quickly. Government officials, you know, in public health went from the beach and the park will kill you to, okay, riots are okay. Mm-hmm. And people spitting in police officers' faces, No, nope, that doesn't spread coronavirus. And then the other thing was, I actually went to La Jolla Shores right here in San Diego the first day that it opened and my then nine-year-old son we ran across the parking lot you weren't allowed to park there but you could go to the beach there was a police car there a border patrol vehicle and a meter maid guarding the La Jolla Shores parking lot my son made his way to the waves and as I got ready to sit down at the sand to watch him a San Diego lifeguard Mm -hmm. actually told me I couldn't sit yeah I had to keep in motion. So that's what I did. So uh, I guess that day I successfully avoided coronavirus by shuffling in the sand for (laughs) an hour and a half. But that's. Those were the things that woke me up.
0: Well, you yeah. know what? They're good ones, because as Kevin Faulkner thinks that he's going to run for uh, to re- to replace Gavin Newsom, he wasn't on at, at La Jolla Shores. He was down somewhere, I think, at Pacific Beach and Mission Beach on a bullhorn, Amy Riker, telling people to keep walking. They couldn't sit at the, uh, the the examples of hypocrisy, the examples that were out there for every American to see that this was not about a virus. It was about control. were clear to many people. And for not enough and so it's taken locals like yourself from here in San Diego across the country to push back because they don't want they saw a perfect opportunity whether it was about seizing control of businesses taking jobs away from people locking them in their homes keeping kids out of school all for a way to push forth their agenda and they used fear and panic to do it it but however a year later it should be clear to everybody that the 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 jig should be up, as they say, but it's not. There's still many Americans that have bought into it. And that's why we need people like yourself and ReopenSD.org to be holding these events, providing opportunities for people to get active, to push back against it. Right.
1: Absolutely. 100 percent. Totally
0: with you. So how do people do it? I know you've got some events coming up. What, and Before we get into the specific events, tell me exactly what your overall mission is. Is it about getting mask mandates removed? Is it about getting every business opened? Exactly what are you guys trying to accomplish? Well, we actually...
1: Reopen San Diego was just a group of moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas who initially met at Liberty Station, really, like in April of last year to process what the lockdowns were doing to us and our kids because they were trapped on screens. And, you know, we as we sat around and we figured, you know, we need to do something. So we've actually had several successful rallies Mm -hmm. throughout San Diego uh, to really just bring back what it means to be human again. And so, really, our initial goal was just to get schools open safely and to get small businesses reopened safely, which we believed was possible using freedom and common sense. So, that's what we've been doing. We've been doing different rallies. Our last rally, in fact, was let us in to the Board of Supervisors. Mm. Right now, the San Diego County Board of Supervisors they won't allow the public Uh, in, but Orange County does, Riverside does, and San Bernardino does. So apparently the science is different in San Diego. We just found out San Diego County Board of Supervisors is going to have a hybrid meeting. So we're seeing some success with the rallies that we're going to be doing. But Tomorrow, we are partnering with Let Them Breathe. And Let Them Breathe is a group of caring, concerned parents who are seeing the psychological, social, emotional, and physical toll that all-day mandatory masks yeah. are having on students. So we're going to have a mask-free
0: outdoor march at 10 a.m. at the Oceanside Pier. Awesome. Now, where are you guys marching to, from the pier to where? We're gonna- We are going to start at the Oceanside Pier and we're going to walk to the Carlsbad Village. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Now, and and I love that you guys go into Carlsbad because we got a lot of patriots that own restaurants in Carlsbad that you know were decided last December, and I think maybe there might be a total of eight hundred restaurants across the county, and, and, uh, many in Carlsbad that were like, you know what, we we have families to feed, so we're just going to keep our business open. And if you want to be the Gestapo and come and try to shut us down, we're you know, we have at it. But we're going to keep our businesses open. And this is kind of patriot patriots we need here. What I love about one of the things. I love about your organization is what you have on your website, Amy Riker. We hold these truths to be self evident. Every citizen and every family in San Diego County is entitled to make their own decisions about their personal health and well being. The government does not have the authority to arbitrarily decide which businesses or livelihoods are essential or not, and lockdowns destroy lives. Amen. This is the kind of liberty uh, message that needed to be out front by everybody uh, early on on this to get ahead of um, the controls that are on us. Have you heard today, Amy Riker, that uh, masks are patriotic? That's the new message coming out of the, out of the administration.
1: Oh, yes. I can remember the biting
0: tweets, too, actually, when he was on, be a patriot, wear a mask. Well, uh, you okay. know, well, they're having to push that out because the science isn't there. Right. And I know you've got a lot of facts for people on your website to get educated about this. And we so need that because we've got a mainstream media that's just lying to the American people. Um, if we had a real if we had a real mainstream media right now, they'd be showing the video of the young girl who passed out at, at a track meet at the finish line wearing a mask. Um, right? right Where do you guys stand on the vaccines Or do you not take a position there
1: We believe that it should be a choice Right That it should not be mandated by the government Not by any means It shouldn't. It shouldn't You shouldn't have to get a vaccine To enter a business or get on an airplane Or check into a hotel Or just go about your everyday business So that's our position If you want to get it, that's fine If you don't want to get it, that's fine but the government should not tell you, that you have to
0: get it. Absolutely. It's all about freedom. Um, okay, so the, you've got the, the, what, the uh, what's it called tomorrow, the mask-free march? That's right, tomorrow at 10 a.m. All right, 10 a.m. at the Oceanside Pier. Now, if somebody can't um, go and participate in that tomorrow, what other ways can they get involved with your organization?
1: Well, we would love for people to check out our website, reopensd.org. People can actually sign up for our newsletter there. And if they want to find out more about that March tomorrow, they can actually go to reopensd.org and just go to the event tab. And then you can actually find out about future events that we have at reopen San Diego too.
0: Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. And, And I hope to have you back soon. And we can keep the conversation going. We need activists like you moms, everyday Americans deciding to take our freedoms back. Thank you. Thank you. Pray for us, please. I, I will. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we got Bob Walters coming up next, and I want to hear from you as well. 888 344 1170. Are you ready to get active? And if so, how are you going to go about it? Stay tuned.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, Kay. Spelled K A Y E. You're
3: listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Going to get right into my next guest. Uh, it's Bob Walters, who's here every Friday, although now I've I've uh, bullwhipped him into, into expanding his time on Fridays because we just can't. One segment alone wasn't enough. And so uh, he joins me now. Hey, Bob, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be here. All right. What you got for us? Can we uh, you got some good news to yeah, start we'll Start off? with good news? I do have some good news. Um, Indiana lawmakers
4: passed a state budget that includes an unprecedented expansion of the private school voucher program and also creating brand new education savings accounts. Now, almost every child can attend any school they want in the state of Indiana. Wow. So that's one million kids. That's a That's a real step forward. And the tax gap, credit gap, is, is raised from $17.5 million to $18.5 million. I don't quite know what that means, but it's good news in
0: any event. That's very good news. I'm not really sure what a savings account would be, but, uh, you know, maybe some districts have ca- cost a different amount of money and you get to maybe uh, save what's left over or something. So that's that's phenomenal news.
4: It is, actually. It's part of a trend, which is a good trend. Then you got Alabama, who enacted a law last week banning transgender kids from public school sports, namely aimed at transgender men competing against girls in girl sports.
0: Yeah, you know, funny how it's not usually you know girls trying to transition into men to, so that they can they can go and compete um, in male sports, right? Correct. Yeah, that, gee, that is true. Yeah, so what? A, what a convenient way for a boy who can't who can't compete against uh, his fellow men to just decide. You know, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a wig on and you know shave my legs and now now I can I can win the the hurdles and get me a scholarship.
4: Yeah, it's really it's a shame. I think more women's lit groups would be screaming and yelling, but they actually didn't. I'm kind of surprised.
0: Well, hat tip to Alabama. Glad they did that.
4: Me too. Um, mass resistance is leading the pushback in Los Alamitos schools in California who plan to add ethnic studies and social justice classes to the curriculum this semester. Regrettably, the president of the board said that such rhetoric will not deter the district from moving forward, but hope springs eternal and with continued parent fighting against this chain. The fight continues and hopefully they'll win before the school starts in September.
0: Okay. We'll see.
4: College crazies. <laughs> we'll see. College crazies, which is never ends. A former Virginia Tech soccer player is suing her former coach after she was forced off the team for refusing to kneel in a pre-game program last month. TMZ Sports reported that the head coach, Charles Adair, verbally attacked her with a finger in her face wow. and denounced her for biting and moaning, for being selfish and for doing her own thing. Wow. She said she blames Beale back manner Marxist, which prompted the entire action to make her uh, kneel rather than stand for the, the, the um, you know, the, the star spangled banner. And let's
0: Crazy. let's 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 pause for a moment and think about what Bob just said that it is gone from you know the these ball players saying they should have the right to take a knee if they want it's gone from which was controversial to now that is controversial if you and and bad if you don't take a knee and you're going to be bullied and, and and threatened and and kicked out if you don't take a knee this is history. crazy. This is insane yeah. where we're at in this country, what we're doing to kids in the name of communism. Because that's what this is.
4: Yeah, all of these trends just keep going further and further to the side, I swear. Including the uh, black, uh, the LGBT community. But that's a different issue.
0: Every parent who, who has, a, has a kid at that school who knows about this should have been screaming like a pig caught under a gate. Yeah. You know, you liberal parents are all happy about this because it's not happening to your kid, right? You know, these are the people, these are the same people, Bob, that wanted like coloring and and the snow, literally coloring books. If their kid, you know, got offended by something and some colleges set up these like uh rooms for them to go and like punch pillows or something because they couldn't handle, you know, getting near a conservative. <laughs> but yet it's OK to just to just bully an athlete because she doesn't want to protest her own country. Sorry to go, go off on a rant, but this is. That's the, all right. It's,
4: it's crazy. Really pathetic. It is pathetic. And remember, Rutgers University recently determined that speaking and writing English is uh, to be totally racist. <laughs> and and the its Department stands with Black Lives Matter on this issue. Well, now they've announced two days ago that they're going to make English more, quote, linguistically diverse, unquote. I don't
0: know what that means. Are we all going to have to now, are we all going to now have to now be able to wrap um, the Snoop and Dr. Dre classic song, G thang? Is that, are we all now going to have to pronounce thing as thang? Is that what we got to do now? <laughs> or just speak gibberish. And uh, get I don't know. Don't, do you remember, I'm know. old enough to remember when they tried this crap back and maybe you might remember this too, Skins, Ebonics was it were right I was
3: just going to bring that up
0: right i mean yeah. didn't they try that in, like in northern california that they were going to introduce that as part of the curriculum because because okay. minority kids from like oakland had their own like you know vernacular or something
3: speaking english is racist
0: yep. wow yep so I, I let's think about this for read that to me again what they said we got to ponder this for a moment let's have some fun with us <laughs> read that to me again what they said they were going to do they're going to make english more linguistically diverse. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, we, does, that's why we got to ponder english. for just a moment, right? Because linguistically diverse. Okay, so is that mean that if somebody like my friend who grew up in TJ pronounces a word differently now we because the, of her spanish accent, mexican accent, now we all have to say have that to say word it the same way. we got to say it the same way? Right. Is that what I mean? I, I don't understand what is linguistically is about pronunciation. Right. Yeah. It is. Right. So now. So I'm not sure. Am I and i am am I going to have to adjust that? So if I'm down and I'm at Las Cuatro Milpas, I've got to say words a certain way there. But if I'm up in Compton, maybe at Tommy's Burgers, I've got to I've got to pronounce, you know, something different there. I don't I don't understand this
4: talk, talk jive in Compton talk Whatever. jive
0: talk jive <laughs> yeah you're right. Bob's Bob's segment is becoming a comedy routine you get that right but I'm <laughs> you're gonna we're gonna have to start charging a two drink minimum for Bob rim shots next week on the show <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right my friend carry on
4: all right then you got uh you know this, this whole thing this racist effort to devise and conquer Americans by race, all under the guise of seeing everything through the eyes of racism. Where did this start? Where Where did this Where's it springing from? And you know, I checked it out and studied back some of the history books I've got. In America, where the poor people live materially better than rich in many nations, yeah. So the the Marxists couldn't figure what to do, so they decided that class conflict wouldn't work here so they decided to divide the people by race in total contradiction to Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. so they could destroy the society and let themselves in for socialism
0: yep that's exactly what's going on here that's exactly the play that's why they did it they chose that because
4: they couldn't do it on the basis of class because there's not that much diversity between the classes.
0: Right. Really. Although although without defining, although there still is a class division that's going on here because the Democrats, part of the cultural Marxist movement is to develop a, a permanent underclass uh, society that, that's trying. you know, that, yeah, that they're trying that um, that's one of the reasons why if you can make somebody illiterate who can't, you know, add two plus two together, can't speak the language, um, has a worthless degree, doesn't have to meet a standard to get into college that's somebody who's probably never going to be able to hold a job they're always going to be per, you know dependent you open up the borders and you bring in all these people here that they can't speak the language have have an equivalent of a sixth grade education here don't, don't have any way to really ever really make it here um, you know with with what they're coming here with they're going to become a permanent underclass and so that and then they want to take from the upper class people here in terms of money and redistribute it and making everybody permanently underclass compared to the elites. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more with Bob Walters. But maybe I might need to rap a little Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre on the way out. This is me being linguistically diverse. Okay, ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Two low down G's and we're crazy. Death Row is a label that pays me. So. We're Bob, Bob, Bob Walters, and I are going to be like Snoop and Dr. Dre when we come back. We're too low down, G's, baby.
2: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, Kay. spelled K A Y E.
3: A K, dynamite, and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the Answer San Diego. Yeah, uh, I looked it up online, Andrea, and there actually is no official definition for linguistically diverse. So put these two together. The definition of linguistic... Of or pertaining to language or to the study of languages, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. diverse, made up of distinct characteristic qualities or elements.
0: So then it's got to be about how you pronounce certain words or, you know, colloquialisms or slang. But very telling
3: that the actual definition of that is not.
0: Right. Okay. Right. So. So. It, and that's the beauty of wokeism, because then what they'll do is since it's loose, they can define it oh, sure. any way they want. Right. And then that lives them, gives them room to where then they can accuse you of being racist if you don't want to pronounce some, you know, thang instead of thing. Of course, we uh, skins and I are talking about uh, our, in our segment with Bob Walters, where he reported on now it's Bob's
3: turn to sing.
0: Well, yeah. Bob needs to rap. But 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 uh, Bob was telling us earlier in the previous segment that there's there's a school that says that uh, English is now going to have to be linguistically diverse. Welcome back, Bob Walters. Thanks for staying over. What else you got for us?
4: Uh, Well, I got some more in Virginia is moving to eliminate all accelerated math courses before the 11th grade as part of their equity focus plan. Since too many Asians and whites were advancing in those classes versus the other minorities.
0: So now the the left's definition of equity is that everybody be equally dumb. Yeah.
4: I oh trying to okay. think it's over someday, yes, yeah,
0: you know this is so. the perfect example of communism. you know, let me give you an example, which is uh, trade unions or, or and, and workers unions, right they're little micro marxist communist microcosms because you're not incentivized to incentivized to achieve anything. um everybody gets paid the same, whether or not they achieve, so why would you bother to achieve um and everybody is equally mediocre. Right. This is this is Marxism. This is communism taking place in our schools, isn't it, Bob? It is,
4: sadly. Yeah. The same state's also planning to end advanced diplomas. There's so, just one basic one so that no group they have been left out and didn't match up to the other groups. That's like a softball when everybody gets a winning prize, even when they
0: their team lost and you know what it does Bob I don't know I, I was just flashing as you were saying that it was flashing on a time where I just I wasn't a really good runner right I, and but I, I really but I wanted to win I, I wasn't a great athlete um, but I wanted to win everything that I ever competed in <laughs> even though I wasn't even though I wasn't good at it and I cried one time when I didn't get the blue ribbon you know because it's like I was devastated I really wanted to win and I'll never forget my teacher going into his office and bring, coming out and giving me a blue ribbon and our. I remember feeling so ashamed of myself in that moment because I was embarrassed and I and and it didn't mean anything to me. I knew I hadn't earned it. And because I hadn't earned it, then I then I felt that I felt bad in that moment instead of good. And he didn't mean to make me feel bad, but that was the result. And that's the way it should be when you're handed something you didn't earn. And the flip of that is the joy that you feel when you've achieved something that you've worked hard for. We're robbing generations of, of people at, from all ages of the joy that, that you get when you achieve something, aren't we?
4: Well, yeah, and think what, what lesson this is for when they grow up as adults. Life isn't that way. If you don't work hard, you don't get anywhere. Right. Unless you're going to be a,
0: a government dole. Exactly. So they're never going to have the joy of achievement. They're always going to be miserable because they're not achieving anything. And, and then they're also going to be stuck in, in poverty, if you know, or, or barely above poverty. Uh, so that, you know, that's, I think, it. who was it who said that um, the hallmark of Marxism or socialism is the equal, the redistri- equal redistribution of misery? That's where this yeah. is going. That
4: is true. Oh.
0: But at anyway. least we'll all be able to rap and speak a linguistically diverse Mm-hmm. that is right Ooh. carry on hey, <laughs> next For week I expect you race. to come back next week I expect you to come back with a rap.
4: alright I'll practice something Okay. anyway uh, when any class or race discrepancy shows up racism of course is a charge remote learning however has allowed parents to see what is being taught in many cases one parent was shocked when her daughter was asked if she was a member of the KKK mom had to explain the history To her daughter, her her distraught daughter, whiteness is synonymous with evil and the police hunt down and kill black people every day. That's the message these young people are being given, which disturbs their their whole view of the world as they grow up. It's really a bad trend and that We have got to we've got to address and stop it.
0: Well, we're teaching white kids to hate themselves. And this example of the girl, do we have an age? on this girl that was was told that that asked or asked if she was a member of the kkk 14 wow
4: 14 years old
0: that is just you know um she and she at 13 she may not even know what the kkk was i hope she didn't because yeah because this is just this is this is child abuse what we're doing what we're doing to white kids in this country right now
4: Yeah, and the kids and parents are not being fired for this, at least at this point. But someday we'll turn the tide and hopefully we'll get rid of them. Yeah. Going on, uh, the Smithsonian National Museum of African-American History issued guidelines last year that claim white culture is defined by independence, rational thought, hard work, politeness, Mm -hmm. and respect Mm -hmm. for authority. Okay. That's the definition of whiteness, white culture. Okay. In fact, the guide even claims that the King thing was really a Trojan horse for white supremacy. All this does nothing to close the achievement gap between the races, and many black people that I have talked to are enraged at the indication of such positive traits. We're alien to them as a race.
0: Well, right, because you think about it. What 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 are they saying here? That black people don't work hard, and black people don't are, don't have any sense of independence. I mean, that's uh, that's so inherently racist. And but that's that's what every bit of this is. The fact that they're they're saying that it's racist that somebody have to have to speak English or learn English or do math or that you can't have AP classes because uh, you know anymore because it's mostly white people or Asian people. I mean, everything about this whole movement. Uh, that's supposedly targeting white people is not just racist against white people, but it also sends the message that black people are inherently inferior and they can't compete.
4: Yeah, it's really a bad message. Totally. Totally. LGBT activists are battling Texas to repeal the Save James bill, which was just passed and which made sex change procedures on children under 18 illegal in all forms and with or without parent permission. Hopefully they'll lose this battle, but they are really gearing up to change that law and have it repealed in Texas.
0: Um, so what they want, they want transgender um, sex, change. sex changes, change. I mean, full sex change without parental consent.
4: Well, this, they're pushing now not, not, not only without parental consent, but the LGBT activists are pushing to have it available even if the parents do object Wow. In some some of the states, they push that far, like in Connecticut. Uh,
0: There are so many elements to why this is about cultural Marxism. Um, One of the things that they're able to do under the guise of protecting mental health of children, letting them be who they want to be, is ultimately it's about um, the government uh, becoming parents and seizing yeah. control of your kids and then also then the outcropping of that now they've got control of the kids minds they've got them forever and they're taking kids that you know either have body dysphoria or or maybe they're healthy and they're forcing that mental illness on kids and it's just absolute child abuse and I'm disappointed that the Republican Party Tim Scott's rebuttal he wanted to get into schools and talk about schools and, and they specifically left this out and this is probably one of the greatest schools scourges in our this this to me is the civil rights issue of our time it really is yep
4: well and finally the
0: biden administration
4: just to say how crazy this is becoming is urging the supreme court to allow schools to censor student expressions online this was initiated by a pennsylvania school district but supported by biden and so far the court has been skeptical they haven't ruled on yet but they're trying they're trying to supervise what the kids put in their uh, you know the text messages to each other in their in their uh, discussions on on like cell phones
0: which well I think right is this the same as there was this uh, this high school girl who did a snapchat and the way snapchat works is I guess you do it and then it disappears after a few minutes or something I never snapped yeah. and yeah. I guess she didn't get uh, she didn't become a cheerleader again however that happens at her school and so she did some F-bombs and a video on TikTok and then I think she got, she got kicked out of expelled or something for it and so her family filed a lawsuit saying well she's got the right of freedom of speech she didn't do this on school ground she didn't do it on a school site or it was our own personal snapchat and I know that the Supreme Court is supposed to be hearing that case and um, hopefully I don't have any confidence in the Supreme Court because I think that you should be able to uh, say whatever at any age we freedom of speech extends to every age right and yeah. it, certainly, it certainly extended to that coach that was able to get in the face of a, of, a, of an athlete and tell her she's forced to to take a knee. So why can't a student say what she wants to say on Snapchat? You got a comment you wanted to make skins? You look like you did, or are you just so disgusted you can't even comment?
4: (laughs) Well you know, it's just amazing that this that Biden is even trying to get Schools to allow to censor and supervise all student expressions online. Huh? Who's doing that? That's Big Brother watching everything
0: that's going on in the world. Well, it's com it's is communism is what it is because that's is the it? kind of crap that's going on in communist China. The next move, mark my words, Bob Walters. It won't be long before you're reporting here on the show that the United States government school officials will start picking the future careers uh, for the students. Um, which is, um, I think, the next phase that's coming in the schools. Once they've got control over their mind, it would, now you want to pipe in. Sure, skins? if they can't
3: do high-level math.
0: Yeah, they're gonna start that. That they're gonna start saying, you know what, you know, you know, you can't. Th- then now they're gonna start using the stuff like not teaching math and linguistic, linguistical diversity against the kids. You know what, you can't form a proper sentence. You're going around trying, trot- going around pronouncing thing as thing. Don't worry. Th- th- yeah, we got, career, we got a career. We got a career for you. Career for you. <laughs> <We got> a... <laughs> Oh God! It's crazy. Bob has reduced me to giggles. On Friday, he's—it's <laughs> so insane. I'm losing my mind. Say what? Say what? Bob Walters. Thank.
4: What's up? You're welcome. I uh, was going to tell everybody though. Yeah. As parents are concerned, get involved. Yes. CaliforniaSchoolsChoice.org. Yes, california california dot, dot org. Yes, california dot org. That effort that's setting up for the initiative for school choice in California. Well, Bob, yes.
0: And Bob Walters, thank you so much for what you do. Bob's got a new book coming out soon. We're going to have more details coming soon. So y'all stay tuned every Friday for Bob segments. All right. We are going to take a little tiny skinny little break. And we come back. We've got more Andrea K show on the other side. we got here of the week and stink of the week. Don't go away.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at
3: Andrea K. Kay.
2: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: A K Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I'm going to share a couple of stories that feed into these are some potential nominees for here of the week and stink of the week. I'm loving. Thanks to you for bringing this to my attention. Uh, Florida lawmakers ban the use of so-called vaccine passports. And not only that, they're not only banning it. Skins, I don't know if you read the fine print. Oh, I did. It will include a $5,000 penalty for every time some business tries to demand a passport. This will also include, uh, it will be prohibited um, from government, schools, and private businesses. Every state should be doing this. Every state should be doing If you, if you, if we have every, I think we have something like 20 something states that have legislators, legislatures, you know, I struggle with that word. Um. Run by Republicans. There's no excuse.
3: Every single one of those states should be doing the exact same thing.
0: And oh, by the way, I think this is the same state that also banned, um, did a a, a law that now bans mail-in ballots as well as mail-in drop boxes. Florida, pretty soon, Florida's going to need to put up a sign that says we're full. No vacancy, right? Because it's pretty much going to be everybody moving to Florida. A lot of
3: people are leaving California.
0: Right. Um, so those are a couple of uh, nominees for Hero. I got a stink nominee here. Um,
3: it's not me, is it?
0: Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Although we got some people here on this Padres Friday that might consider you potential stink of That's the week. wearing a Dodgers jersey over there, the my friend. Um, okay, so we all saw the uh, body cam footage. Of a seemingly, according to the cop's point of view, would have been mine as well. He rose up on the scene uh, to see a, a fully grown young woman who, you know, looked like she was like 5'8 or 5'9 and the process of trying to murder somebody with a knife. Right. Uh, so he shot her as well as he should, then proceeded to try to use CPR on her um, because clearly he didn't walk up and decide, I want to murder a young, you know, black 16 year old. He was trying to stop a murder in progress. Oh, okay, been doing his job Who doing his job. Why am I now raising the story again to stink? Because that 16 year old girl who was shot to stop her from completing the murder that she was in the progress of trying to um, to implement whatever word I'm looking for here. The her mother is now going to sue. Because yeah, yeah, I see. You're like, what? What? the Huh? For what? Yeah. Oh, her daughter had her full life ahead of her. Yeah, right up until she tried to take the life of somebody else who had her full life ahead of her. And oh, by the way, lady, if, if you were so concerned about your daughter's life, why was she in foster care? I am so sick and tired. Where's the uh, common sense here? Not only common sense, but where is the community taking responsibility for their actions within the community? Name me. I think. Um, I think Ahmad Aubrey was the the black man in Georgia that was shot down by a couple of bubbas apparently, who was out for a jog. You know what? I hope they get the full extent of the law. They weren't cops, by the way. You tell me the name of one person in any of these cases that was not a criminal in the act of being a criminal and trying to fight resist arrest or flee at the point in which they were shot. There's not one. Not one. Then we find out today that Derek Chauvin, the fix was so in on this man that the DOJ planned that if he was found acquitted, they were going to slap the cuffs on him in that moment to charge him with federal crimes and hate crimes. Let me tell you something. I get the people that say that they heard the actual scientific evidence and they believe the experts who said that Chauvin choked him out with a knee. That's if you believe that scientific evidence, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. Right. But there was no evidence that was ever presented that had anything at all to do with the color of George Floyd's skin. None whatsoever. Just like there was no evidence that um, Dante Wright, Breonna Taylor, Jacob Blake, Michael Brown, Freddie Gray, Trayvon Martin, there's no evidence that any of it had anything to do with their skin color. And I'm just sick to death of it. Chauvin, they, they, they were going to make an example of that man. One way or the other. One way or the other. Um, Giuliani, more running for stink of the week. Uh, we now have, as Candace Owens put it perfectly today about Biden in this story. She said, we now have an illegitimate president who's using, talk about a dictator, an illegitimate president who's using law enforcement to go after political dissidents. We have officially arrived at NOCO. Or Castro's Cuba. That's where we're at. Okay, a couple of hero stories for you. I'm loving this one. In honor of Bob Walters, there's a school teacher out of St. Bernard Parish in New Orleans St. Bernard Parish is out um, that was one of the areas that got hardest hit I got family in Chalmette there Uh, Jonathan Copel he did a video on TikTok that got 10 million views before TikTok took it down because he's on there in his little New Orleans accent right saying he's first of all he plays this bot um, site that's being used to teach where I went to school St. Tammany Parish um, that's, that's about proper pronouns for kids to use trying to teach kids to use instead of he she everything needs to be they right so he plays this for the school board then he's like let me tell you something if you were born with a penis you're a male if you have a vagina you're a woman that's anatomy and he goes on and on to tell him i didn't become a school teacher to teach to indoctrinate kids into this nonsense okay got 10 million views before tiktok took it down so he's a nominee for here of the week my other nominee for Here of the Week is, at, and also out of New Orleans, uh, a 72-year-old gal, Lois Florette, has terminal cancer, and her last request was to see a carnival parade. You know, Mardi Gras was shut down this last year. Several of uh, the crews down, what we call crews, everybody from uh, Muses, the muffalatas the Floors, they all did walking parades in front of her house.
3: That's cool. I'll actually, I'm going to forego my uh, hero of the week and I'm going to go with that. That's very heartwarming.
0: It is because let me, and, and I've, and I talked about this on Mardi Gras day, you know, for us, this is, this is huge. Uh, Mardi Gras is is really about for locals. What you see a Mardi Gras on, you know, out of the French Quarter times, they they always like to clip like the nastiest kind of stuff. This is so much more than that for locals, and this just meant so much to me that this dying woman she didn't get to see Mardi Gras in twenty twenty or or in twenty twenty one. We we missed two This year. And so they didn't, she didn't get to see the floats go by, the Blaine Kern floats, but that all these people came together and walked in front of her and gave her some parades. I mean, that just, we need more of that going on. But it's an example of how coronavirus and these shutdowns and crackdowns have robbed people from so much joy. All right, it's been a joy hanging out with all y'all, with um, my guests tonight, my listeners, Bob Walters, Amy Reichert. God bless you. And we'll see y'all Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.